Hello, and welcome to the newest episode of the Right Stuff Anime Podcast. I'm Thomas, and I'm joined today by... I'm Quinn. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. So, we kept our promise. It's only been two weeks this time. Woo! <laughs> Woo! We did it! Yeah. All we had to do is not just have a big honking sail sitting right in front of us. <laughs> well, we've got plenty of big honking sails coming oh, yeah. up, don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming. So, uh, we're just going to kind of start off with just a couple small news things. Uh, we got some kind of bigger things to talk about, so we don't have a lot of time to spend on news, but... Two new shows have uh, gotten announcements that they are going to get another season. The first one is Log Horizon. Yay! We'll be getting a third season. Anybody mm-hmm. want to kind of speak on that? Well, I know that they're bringing back the uh, original voice cast, and mm-hmm. well, you were talking about the um, studios. Oh too. yeah, Studio Dean, uh, the guys who worked on season two, are also doing season three mm-hmm. as well. So it's kind of like. Hey, it only took five years, but we're getting you more. Woohoo! <laughs> I just know that the first season was full of feels, and the second season was more fun and bouncy. So I'm looking forward to the third. I know that Man on a Mission did the opening song for the second season, and it was called Database. I That's have. all I know. I have some of the songs, Death but the one is there. very bouncy. It was, it was a good opening theme, I'll say mm-hmm. that, but I don't know anything about the show. <laughs> uh, the other uh, show that is getting another season is Reincarnated as Slime. Um, that one I'm actually not familiar with as well, but I'm it's guessing a, people It's a here. fun show about a slime trying to rebuild the kingdom. Yeah. So I've never understood. I see the slime and I see the girl with the blue hair. Are they the same person? Yeah, they're the same yeah. person. So yeah. he's able to eventually gain a human, a humanoid form. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I've always seen like the Nendroid and the figures, and I'm just like, is that like a side character that just so happens to have the same color hair as the slime? (laughs) (laughs) No, one and the same, and it's like part of the story arc, so no spoilers Mm -hmm. on that. Is it pretty lighthearted? Is it a lighthearted show? Yeah, for the most part. People compare it to like, what if Overlord was optimistic about it? Well, no, for some people. They might think that Overlord is being optimistic from <laughs> <laughs> your perspective. So, um, I've I've watched Overlord, but uh, that CG is just so rough. It's bad. It makes it almost Berserk look good. Hot <laughs> um, takes yeah. already. Yeah, it, only took us three minutes. Yeah, if you were to talk about slime um, too, it, like Rimuru has this ridiculous amount of power. It's completely overpowered. So if you think about what could happen if they were like on the dark side of things, mm-hmm. oh boy. So it's kind of refreshing that, hey, it's a good character. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that there is the, the first part of the first season is out from Funimation, and the mm-hmm. second season is actually going to be the Ellie that the first part's yep. going to uh-huh. be able to yep. go in. So that's kind of been a trend with a lot of what Funimation's been doing lately is mm-hmm. doing their part twos as the Ellie's, and then part one's going in there. A little bit different from what they used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Last week and this week, uh, we have all finally caught Weathering With You. Um, I believe it's still in theaters right now. Maybe mm-hmm. not as many showings. Um, but I know with the success of it, they've been looking to get it more show times. Um, it's already outpaced your name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of people saw your name after it came out and got familiar with Shinkai. Mm-hmm. And then heard, oh, the person who did your name has done something else. I really want to see it. And with the momentum that anime movies have had, in theaters, they did a huge marketing campaign. I mean, our yeah. site was a part of it. Um, Crunchyroll was doing stuff for it. So, yeah, Weathering With You was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it being previewed before just regular, like, uh, like theater movies. Like, I think they had, like, a little oh. preview for oh, it yeah. before my showing of Little Women. Yep. Which I thought was kind <laughs> of funny. Yeah. Which was a good movie, by the way. Oh, yeah. Anywho. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, we're just going to kind of discuss our thoughts on weathering with you. We're going to start off with the non-spoilerly parts because uh, the ending does have some big things that happen. Um, so Quinn, what did you think of weathering with you? I think that following our experiment of watching a lot of Makoto Shinkai stuff, he is tried and true to his formula. Oh my goodness. So we had the music montages. You had the two characters trying to find each other and reunite and confess their love, whatnot. Pretty pictures of trains. Lots of trains. All the trains. Lots of of panning (laughs) shots with the very, very beautiful artwork. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Lots of Tokyo. Yeah. So. I thought the, uh, <laughs> I remember when we I watched Garden of Words, I was like, oh my god, this is the best I've ever seen water animated. Mm-hmm. Then I saw this movie, and I'm like, well, it got better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, what did you think? I, I just thought it was really fun, like, because this isn't really a spoiler. She has powers, uh, um, the Hina does, and uh, seeing that manifest was just an interesting way to do, the, the, the interesting way they did it, where it was almost like she was summoning water fish around her and trying to disperse them like the the water actually seemed like it was an entity upon itself mm-hmm. at points in the movie um but yeah once again it's just like after the podcast there there are some tropes and he <laughs> ticked the box off one after one uh it was still a fun movie i thought it was as far as characters go uh like uh, the the supporting cast i think was mm-hmm. one of the most fleshed out ones he's yeah, had for a movie definitely. It was nice to see uh, the uh, the man that took him in that did the weird little uh, newspaper mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, his niece that hangs out with him. Just I thought that was a spoiler fun little. <laughs> no, well, no, it's, no. it's good. It's, it's good, good to know that right away. Or Hina's brother just or yeah. just a lot of fun. They that like the characters that were around them were really cool. I still think like I'll I'll bring it up later, but I felt like the two leads probably could have been fleshed out a little bit yeah. better myself, but. At least as far as other people, this was probably the best well-rounded The guy who, so far. who runs the newspaper, I was like, he reminds me of Spike Spigal from Cowboy Bebop. I definitely like, get that yeah, yeah, like, get the, That was kind of interesting. Hair. Very blasé, just like, oh, yeah. stuff But happens, serious when he has to be. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah, I guess you could almost say that about uh, the Trigun, uh, main guy from Trigun, too, Vash. Vash. Where he's yeah. very just blasé. And then... He has more of a personality when he's not yeah. being all serious, though. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Well, what did you think? Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's one of those things where it's like you can't help but compare it to your name just mm-hmm. because your name is so big. Mm-hmm. So like, it's one of those weird movies where it's like I liked it more than your name, but I couldn't say it was the better movie. If that makes any mm-hmm. sense, uh, I was just, I really enjoyed the enjoyed the cast a lot. Mm-hmm. I like you. I really enjoyed Keisuke a lot as well. I really liked how they actually took time to develop the relationship. Yeah. I felt like yes. the romance in Your Name kind of fell flat for me because all the development of the relationship was caught up in that musical montage. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think they hoped in Your Name that you would understand that they were emotionally attached because they were living in each other's body. Yeah. But they didn't show that in the movie, which is it's two different things. Like As a person creating... A piece Spoiler of story, art, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> as a person who's creating a piece of art, like you're easily able to know it being your character's mind, but you also mm-hmm. have to make sure that what you're showing your viewers, um, they're getting the same thing. And I think that was kind of one of the issues with mm-hmm. your name. Mm-hmm. So, um, weather with you, I liked it. Uh, um, 
I kind of thought it dragged on a little bit. Um, I thought it was kind of a, a, a long, I don't know if it was longer than your name or not, but it, uh, it, it felt was, that way. Um, well, there I, was also a part where it was like, oh, it's the ending. Oh, that wasn't the ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of yeah. trick you with that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, I, I, I don't know, the actual ending to the movie, too, is kind of interesting. We'll get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I did really like all the characters in this one. I really did like Hina's brother. I thought oh, that yeah. dynamic mm-hmm. with him and Hadoka oh, yeah. uh, was just hilarious where he like referred to him as the senpai, senpai, senpai or yeah. sensei or whatever it was. <laughs> I, I thought that was hilarious. So like the comedy was way better. I yes, remember with like definitely. your name, like I kept like not being able to like like I watched uh, we we I rewatched your name just a little bit before this one too, and I had forgotten about the side characters in your name, but mm-hmm. this one I'm still remembering the characters that were in Weathering with you, which. Uh, I thought was says a lot about the film. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you who have not seen Weathering with You or don't want to not be spoiled, this is the time to turn out. We'll insert something in here on what time to come back to the podcast to <laughs> let you know where it's safe. Skip to 22 minutes and 28 seconds. 22 minutes and 28 seconds. So, the ending to Weathering with You... Um, <laughs> I'll kind of just start off, is he kind of goes for a climate change approach to this mm-hmm. one. Um, I, there was an interview I read with Shinkai where he, a lot of people started comparing him to Miyazaki after your name. And what's weird is he said he created this movie and the ending of this to kind of separate him from Miyazaki, but Miyazaki touches on climate like what we're doing to the environment and like Princess Mononoke oh, yeah. and stuff like uh-huh. that. Like Nasca is pretty much too. just all yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I kind of found that confusing. Like he thought this ending uh, would kind of separate from that. And the ending to this, it's pretty much uh, Hidoka's way of saving Hina is to basically doom Japan yeah. by <laughs> getting, the world. Yeah, by it taking the which she's like the the goddess of sunshine by taking her back to Japan to Earth, um, it's doing them to basically be flooded forever. Yeah, she, she was can't suppo- pray for for the sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or yeah. she was supposed to sacrifice herself to return weather to normalcy, and she did. Mm-hmm. But then, um, like Hodaka was just like, "No, you're my girlfriend. We're, we're just gonna live together, and or, or bring you back to the real world, and forget Japan. Just flood them." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. I, I and the best part, the thing that threw me, nobody seemed to care. Like when they well, went no. three years later, it's just like, ah, I guess well, we we'll just know. have boats now. Yeah. Well, that was the thing too. Is like as view, I think for most people as viewers, they, I was like, this, like that's pretty drastic. Yeah. And then like Shinkai kind of uses the the older lady as uh, when he sees her again, kind of tells her what's going on. She's like, well, it's okay that you sacrifice all Japan because it was for love. And then he's just like, yeah, you're right, you know. Uh, you know, I thought I was kind of being kind of self-centered by doing all this and dooming everybody. But after talking to you, I think everything's okay. In, in a after way, three years. Yeah. In, in a way, it also, like, the lore behind the Sunshine Girl wasn't thoroughly explained. And I kind of felt mm-hmm. like in the world, people just called her to say, hey, I want a sunny day as a last-ditch hey, why not, mm-hmm. that effort. And nobody really understood that her powers were real. And they gave yeah. us that one scene yeah. in the shrine with the painting on the ceiling, sort of explaining, this is yeah, her power like, set, and this like is what she has to do. Knows. And then 
just left it alone after that. Yeah. Just, like, just it, run with it. I know it Japan is very, very superstitious mm-hmm. uh, about things like that, and I guess mm-hmm. that it, maybe it made it makes more sense to a, a predominantly more Japanese audience than to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But no, I, I kind of felt like the ending kind of came out of left field. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was more like, mm-hmm. well, Japan's flooded. Skip three years. Whatever. <laughs> go, let's go on. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, gotta, I, you gotta let the water build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, or it'd be nice to at least see like the consequences of his actions. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What's well, like I read online in a major review, they thought it was very like environmentally irresponsible because it's just like, don't worry about the planet as long as you've got somebody, let it drown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, just after recently uh, watching uh, Parasite, the movie. Uh, that movie kind of frames like the people who are on like, and I know this is a South Korean film, but like the people who you know are poor and not as mm-hmm. well off, they live on like the lower levels, and like everybody, like the movie frames like the rich live up high and the poor live down low, and like to me, like he, like he was this 15 year old boy that comes to Japan, uh, to Tokyo. He doesn't have anything. He lives on the lower level. Mm-hmm. I mean, he literally lives, has to walk downstairs on the street to live below. Like these are all the people that just got devastated by yeah, this flood. But, but if you think about how Tokyo is probably built and I'm assuming here, mm-hmm. you've got your, your wharf area, which would then extend to the business area mm-hmm. and the, like the skyscrapers. So to me, it took out a lot of their infrastructure then. Mm-hmm. So like more, it probably affected the richer uh, people, I would assume, because yeah. you live like, out in the shant- in the shanty towns, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. quote unquote. I guess my thing was just like you know, with the population density like it is there, like, no, where gosh, would they yeah, all go? That's true. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I was kind of like, I was like looking out and like I maybe I was way thinking this into this too much, but like why hadn't they like built like things out of wood like? in like mm. areas like where they were just like trying to like grow with the yeah. water or something like I just I was just like where are all these people go are they just all mm. well, are they dead like, <laughs> yeah. like logically they just live in the rice paddies yeah. yeah logically you can't build that kind of infrastructure to maintain all the people that would be displaced mm-hmm. in those three yeah. years anyway yeah hmm. I don't know that's kind of like I always think like what would happen um, I, we were really going on a tangent, but what would happen <laughs> if, like, the waters rises and California disappears? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in California. Mm-hmm. Like, where would those go? And I guess that's kind of how I, I represented it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One of the cool things uh, is the two characters from Your Name showed back up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought it was, like, really random because, like, his other characters and his other things have never appeared in other mm-hmm. stuff. But mm-hmm. I think he's, like, creating, like, an extended universe or something now. But I also, at the end, when the credits rolled, I'm like... Now I really wonder, like, where did the two characters from your name go? Did they, <laughs> yeah, did they yeah. like, screw this? Like, did they, like, leave for somewhere else? We live on a houseboat now. Mm-hmm. But no, I thought it was cool, and it kind of shows them before they end up meeting up yes. with each other again, mm-hmm. too, which it's kind of cool that you, you can kind of fill in that timeline now from your name, yeah. like, what was kind of going on between there. So. My, my only thing with them making these cameos <clears throat> is that their screen time was not equally divided. Mm-hmm. The the guy, he's, like, on screen. He's got lots of lines. Mm-hmm. Like, he he would be named in the end credits as a, as a supporting cast member. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she's just jewelry counter clerk. And, you and just there see her face, yeah. For like, yeah, you wouldn't even realize like, it was her. If the camera didn't pan back, and you notice the red string she had her yeah. hair tied yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Like that, I felt was unfair. But I liked the cameos. Mm-hmm. I wish mm-hmm. it was slightly yeah. shorter. Technically, his grandmother got more screen time than he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, did anybody like weathering with you more than your name? 
Kind of. Not really. Kind of. I like the animation more. It yeah, looked prettier. I felt it was faster paced, mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. I, I like, I, I agree with your point about the side characters having more personality and depth. And mm-hmm. one thing, too, with um, Weathering with You, the fact that he has this gun that gets pointed at people, I was like, oh, this is kind of dark for Shinkai, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that to me made it shows... more adult a little bit. That's mm-hmm. okay. But at the same time, like, I was just wondering, like, why the hell did he keep that gun? Like, I felt like it once... It was a protective item. Yeah, but I feel like <laughs> once he settled in with the reporter and, mm-hmm. like, in, like yeah. life is fine, like, I need to get rid of this. This is a country where this is strictly not allowed. Well, they did say, he did say um, to, to Hina at one point that he mm-hmm. was carrying it around with him because it just became this, like, security item. So it was like his security blanket. He just didn't yeah. want to get rid of it. At the same time, mm-hmm. that felt weird. But that also brings yeah. up another issue I had. We never hear why Hodaka ran away. I don't believe. Like, yeah. No, yeah, we never do. He yeah. just sort of and decided. He, he just goes back, too. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Just, everything's well, fine. He's he like, I'm going to run away to yeah. Tokyo. Yeah. He, he got arrested. He, yeah. he didn't have a yeah. choice yeah. I'm going to run away to Tokyo. Why? Because my home sucks, I guess. See, I don't know. Yeah. He never explained, yeah. and I, that was a big We don't know if he I was felt. being a brat. Like, if he was just like, oh, yeah. my parents mm-hmm. are unfair. Or if it was, like, literally, like, his, like, it was abusive. Really, yeah. Like, yeah. There, you could have gotten a lot well, more compassion for him there yeah. if we would have had, like, at That's least true. filled in that background. Mm-hmm. And that just bothered me a lot. That's yeah. true. So. Do you, whose story do you think it was? Do you think it was his story or her story? His. His? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so I think that's why that that block feels so much bigger as we don't know that background of that character. Yeah, we just start out with him right on the ferry, and he's just like, yeah, I'm running away. Mm -hmm. Okay, why? Yeah. Oh, drove me nuts. But (laughs) I I think we've been kind of knocking it. It is really good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, it's it's fun to look at. It's it's a little Mm -hmm. longer, like I said, but like... um, I just, I didn't feel the, um, I know this going to sound weird because I talked about how there felt like there was more development, but I felt like your name was more emotional yeah, than Weathering With You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still remember watching your name, and sorry, it's a spoiler for this too, but we're talking about spoilers, but <laughs> the, the fact that you figure out that the comet already hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, That's I remember like, that, like, yeah. like, oh, this changes the entire... That's such a and There wasn't, like, yeah. a spot in Weathering With You, because you always kind of know, mm-hmm. like, something's going to happen to her, mm-hmm. but you didn't know that in, like, your name. Like, it's mm-hmm. a, a big, giant moment. And the fact that they were in two different timelines, um, yeah. too. This And Weathering With You is kind of one of the first ones that finally it doesn't really mess with time. Like, he's had a lot of stuff that, kind of, like, is always, like, really kind of time-based. Like, uh, I think of, like, Voices of a Distant Star, oh, yeah, yeah. where goes, she's yeah. going out, and mm-hmm. then they're at two different timelines and stuff. Does Garden of Words have any time messing? I don't know. I mean, uh, if you count age. If you count yeah, age, age I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's stationary for both yeah. of them, though. <laughs> that one was always an interesting one to me, because that was an OVA, like, a, a very yeah. short, like, 40, 45-minute piece. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, and then he he's had his Miyazaki film, uh was it Children Who not Children Who Chase Lost oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Children yeah. Who Chase Lost Voices, which yeah. is his, his like most Ghibli thing, which was like mm. his worst thing. <laughs> I that watched he's that. Ever and I don't even remember what I saw. Oh, it's bad. Oh. It is really bad. Um, like I don't get rid of a lot of stuff that I buy, but I've I got rid of that after I watched <laughs> wow. it because I knew I wasn't <laughs> ever going to watch it again. Um, so no, I you know I hope he does something a little different, like. Mm. Maybe, like, he does seem very formulaic at the, at the moment. Yeah. So I am hoping that he takes some challenges mm-hmm. and, and does some new stuff. But, you know, keeps the, like, aesthetic that he has. Like, I, I love to look at his stuff. Mm-hmm. But I would like a more, like, a more unique story. Maybe yeah. something that doesn't involve a 
young kids and that fall in unrequited love. love or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. something that's a little more character based too, because mm-hmm. like yeah. there's always some strange like lightly sci-fi contrivance that's mm-hmm. always driving in. Well, like there's part of me that always, almost wants to be you know what either go all in on that mm-hmm. or just do people. Mm-hmm. One thing I'd love to see is that on all those really pretty panning shots and all the background and and uh, scenery pictures that that we get to see. Could we have some sort of like character development going on during those scenes? Because that's mm-hmm. a lot of time that I felt could be utilized mm-hmm. towards yeah. the story. A lot of establishing. I yeah. think that's kind I think of. I think Shinkai watched a lot of '80s and '90s <laughs> movies where the music montages were like huge. Oh, yeah. like yeah. Have you guys have ever seen like the Big Chill? Like, there's a lot of moments like that <laughs> oh, with like yeah. the music and stuff like that. Mm. And I, just, I just always get reminded of that because I mean that that mu- the music being used to propel a story. Like, other mm-hmm. than Disney cartoons and other <laughs> cartoon movies, like, it's not really used in feature films as much anymore, yeah. I don't think. That's so. true. And then, like, yeah, with all, like, the establishing shots, it just makes me think of Evangelion, where you're just sitting there looking at street, like, signal lights, hearing the, the uh, cicadas mm-hmm. screech, so it's just... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm well aware of that cicada sound file. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can, there's a YouTube video of it just playing for like 10 hours. So, oh, that's my ASMR. If you want to be reminded of it. So yeah, that's Weathering With You. Um, still no announcement of a physical release, but I know one's coming. I'm actually kind of hoping that this might be one they do a 4K for. I don't know. I'm a big 4K yeah. fan, so I, I would love to see a really high-resolution version of Shinkai's work so I imported the your name from Japan mm-hmm. in 4k and that looks really really good nice. so it for the uh, Makoto Shinkai interview that was at the end of the movie that, oh, that I saw I, I just want to say that my favorite line out of that whole thing was well will these weathering with you characters make it a, as an appearance well I don't know I kind of flooded Tokyo so yeah. <laughs> I was just like oh my gosh that's great yeah, so, yeah some laugh. of his comments too like, <laughs> made me kind of question like his reasoning to why he decided to do the ending he did uh, yeah. I don't know hopefully there'll be some more interviews that'll kind of open it up a little bit more mm-hmm. but I don't know But yeah, that's weathering with you. Um, so we're gonna kind of uh, uh, right now we have a our weekly special is a simulcast um, sale that kind of goes over all. We have a lot of items in the sale that are things that are kind of currently airing, things that are related to it. So we're gonna go over some of the shows. We kind of briefly touched on it a couple of podcasts ago, but mm-hmm. we haven't really had time to really dive dive in. And mm-hmm. now we've actually had times to have lives at home and actually sit down and watch yeah. some of this stuff. So. <laughs> We're just going to kind of go through some of the shows that we've liked so far. I'm just going to kind of, we'll read some names out, and then we'll all kind of discuss, for those who watched it, um, Somali and the Forest Spirits. I've seen up to yeah. episode three on that one. So it, it's got more out. plot now. I, I will admit, it's got more plot. Yeah. Oh, good. Yes. I've only seen the first episode. The first ah. episode, yeah. And <laughs> then uh, I saw it at Crunchyroll um, mm-hmm. Expo. I really liked it. Uh, I, I get the Maiden Abyss feeling yeah. uh-huh. uh, with it, as, especially as the show's kind of been going on, that, like, this is not going to have a happy ending. Oh, it never will. Yeah. The, the, the golem's already, mm-hmm. like, kind of provided the necessary information mm-hmm. about that. This is that. a bleak world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Somali is a girl because they were calling her Chan. Okay. So, she is a girl. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No, I mean, the show, I know some people were complaining the show moves really slowly, but it's... it's 
it's very it's aesthetically thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. Thoughtfully slow. Usually yeah. with shows that are like this aesthetically beautiful uh-huh. and like you kind of just want to live in the world. Like I kind of got that feeling with me in the best too. Like, yeah. like it kind of takes like a couple episodes for me and the best to really kind of take mm-hmm. off too. Mm-hmm. Like till you like learn the threats and stuff like yep. that that's going on. With it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Mushishi's like that too. Mm-hmm. Last Exile I think fits that as well. Oh, yep. mm-hmm. so. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I just like all the characters in the world, too. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like every character actually has, like, a soul that you kind of meet. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, they spend time to actually characterize. Like, even in the first episode with the cat, um, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I found that little thing between Somali and the cat, like, to be very playful and stuff like that. I'm overly amused by the fact that there are so many horned rabbits that show up in these shows. <laughs> just yeah. like, this rabbit has antlers. Everybody loves joke. jackalopes. I guess. I'm amused. Somali loves them. Um, <laughs> next one, uh, I have not seen this one, Darwin's Game. I just watched the first episode of this one last yeah. night, so. Did you like it? It was, it was alright. It's a pretty dark one. It's Pretty much the story revolves around a guy who happens to find an app on his phone and his buddy's just like, don't use it, don't use it. <laughs> he touches it, a weird snake jumps out, bites him on the neck, he passes out, and then it turns out he's pretty much in like a uh, Battle Royale style game in real life. It's he- Future Diary. I haven't seen Future okay. Diary. <laughs> but all of a sudden there's a panda that's chasing him with a knife. And his buddy sacrifices himself to to fend him off, but like they get these weird powers that are interesting. Like the panda can go invisible. Um, there's other people that can like, like Why is there a panda replicate weapons and throw them, but it's just it was symbolism. It was interesting, but yeah. I don't think I'm gonna be hanging around for more. Like yeah. it's a little dark, and and like I was joking, uh, their censorship seems to be inconsistent. But then maybe that's more of a Japanese thing. Like one guy had his fingers cut off in the first episode, and they showed that just fine. But one guy then gets his head lopped off, and that's where they put a big blurry black box. We're like, oh, don't look at that. So, but yeah, yeah, just I, the 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 concept sounded a little interesting, but watching it, I'm just like, eh, I don't think this is my thing. Yeah, I I haven't seen this at all yet. It just reminds me of Future Diary. Mm. I was not a fan of Future Diary. I dropped that in episode three. Maybe. Yeah, it just yeah. was very. Hmm. Uh, I there's I, I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> there's a lot of things that that show did that made that made me kind of upset, especially with mm. the Yuki, uh, the main the main female character. It was I just thought was very unappealing. Mm. Um, Asteroid and Love. I actually also just watched that awesome. one last night okay. as well. I like that one a lot more. Um, it seems to be a classic slice of life kind of story. It's pretty much revolves around two girl, uh, two girls. One of them, Mira, uh, meets a boy when she's a little kid, and the boy there the boy happens to be looking at a telescope, and she's he's just like, hey, there's a star with your name. It's in this constellation, and she's like, oh, is there is your name? What's your name? It's an owl. Ew. And then he's, she's just like, is there anything in space named after you? He's like, no. And she's like, well, let's find something. Let's find a star, an asteroid. We'll name it after you. And she grows up, goes to her first year of high school, finds out on an astronomy club that uh, ended up getting folded into the geology club, making the Earth Sciences Club, because neither had enough people to keep on going. But she's like, I'm going to do some astronomy stuff so I can find an asteroid and name it Ow. And uh, so she joins the club, and then it turns out Ao's in the group, and Ao is a girl. 
And so it's a cute relationship between Al and Mira as they sort of get to know each other again. And it seems to be hinting at maybe like a, a little bit of a Yuri leaning, like a romantic kind of thing. But they are just reconnecting. The The other characters are cute and adorable. It's fun. It's it's pretty straightforward size of life. But uh, I went to space camp twice. I've always been a big NASA dork. So space stuff is always big to me. So I might be sticking around for this one. It looked a lot of fun. Just really nice and sweet. So, hmm. cool. That actually sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody watch the new Madoka? Nope. Nope. I have not either. I actually just watched the first episode of the original on Netflix a couple oh, of days okay. ago. So. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, maybe I'll work my way there, maybe. Yeah, the four, when you get to like the fourth episode, is, for me, is when it was like, oh, mm-hmm. like it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there is the Keep Your Hands Off oh. Izuku. 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 Okay, so I haven't I haven't seen this one because I oh, yeah. like to binge uh, like to binge. Uh, God, I can't think of his name. You work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what have you guys thought about it, Will and Chris? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you have watched it too. Yep. Okay, yeah. so I'm the only one. <laughs> I, I, I think this is the must watch must watch show of the season. If you ask. Oh me. yeah, mm-hmm. early best best anime of the decade candidate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the war room already. <laughs> it definitely has a very unique art style, and mm. I think the the author you mentioned there was uh, there's there's a show that I was thinking of for the cover, and I can't think of it. It's like concrete, concrete. Oh, Concrete Revolution? Tech Concrete? That one. Okay. Oh. Yeah, it reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Tech oh. Concrete. Yeah. So, I've only seen some previews it of it. Like it looked like Fooly Cooly ish to me, too. Like, yeah. It's a little with more all the younger it's kids. A point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely more grounded. Yeah. Uh, there was a clear separation between the fantasy yeah. world that they come up with and oh, the okay. real world mm-hmm. that they inhabit. Yeah. And when they're in the fantasy world, they all have oh. like this unique artwork and it's like it. really awesome looking at it. Yeah, they, oh, it yeah. has a very yeah. sketch and watercolor look to uh-huh. it where it's been like markered in. And they do mm-hmm. some 3D moves that don't look yeah. 3D but yeah. I know they have to be 3D. Plus one of the things I love all of the uh, the vehicle sounds when they get in that world is onomatopoeia so it's yeah. just like something like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's oh, the coolest so good but yeah, it revolves around three girls who are trying to get an anime club I, off the ground. But I don't know about that one girl. She's one. kind of like, I'm just here. Well, to kind of like, she's, she's just here to make money. <laughs> oh, she's great. Yeah. I love her so wow. much. But, uh, like, As- As- Asakusa, she is the one that sort of started all. She's got these complex designs of a world because she lived. In, she ended up moving to a very strangely architectured uh, mm-hmm. apartment building and yeah. is inspired to start designing these sort of, like, dungeons and stuff. And then she moves to the most convoluted high school building layout ever. <laughs> um, you can't see the school clock in anywhere on campus, so you have to look across the bay to another building's clock mm-hmm. to see what time it is. Uh, in episode two, you realize the teacher's lounge is in an empty pool. <laughs> so there's just some crazy designs of this building, but they, she's mm-hmm. got these crazy worlds, and then... One of her classmates, who happens to be like a famous, like a, an up and coming model whose mom does not want her to do anime stuff at all, she d- designs characters. And they're like, oh man, we could work together and make something awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, since there's already an anime club and her mom doesn't want her doing anime, they end up making a film club and claiming to do a live action movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and just using that as a cover to make anime. But uh, it, they use that to flesh out their designs. There's always something really cool and imaginative visually 
in each episode. The school itself is really awesome. One of the things I love the first episode, they're going to an anime club screening, and you notice the door has messages in Japanese, but also English and Korean and Arabic. So it's kind of a cool, like, multicultural dream Japan mm-hmm. of the near future. But uh, it's just a really fun, energetic show that just has a lot of life to it that I really enjoy. And also, theme song's a banger. It's just so crazy. Yeah. It gave uh, me some vertigo problems. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, Lots um, of spinning. And uh, you also has a movie coming out. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just a couple, just the, next month. Is it Ride Your Wave? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's like been he's on nothing but like an upwards train, mm-hmm. like ever, ever since like Devil Man came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been really awesome. So but yeah, that one does sound like the one that everybody is kind of talking about. So mm-hmm. I'll binge it at the end. So I always do. <laughs> um, so next one I got is ID Invaded. I've been watching that one. I checked out the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. So so this is one I I've actually got a chance to sit down and watch. It reminds me, I relate a lot of things to film. Has anybody seen Jennifer Lopez, The Cell? No. I, but I have my own movies I that I think it reminds me I remember me it. Okay. No. So it's basically like Jennifer Lopez goes inside the head of like a serial killer. Yeah. And it's like very like kind of out there-ish. And then, I mean, it also has like points that kind of reminds me of Philip K. Dick's uh, Minority Report. Oh, yeah. With yeah. like the gun uh-huh. that kind of mm-hmm. tells like people who have like... I, I, and I guess it could be a psychopath thing too, yeah. where like mm-hmm. it helps uh, it helps them know where people have an elevated level of like they're going to commit a yep. crime or or well, in this case like they're I can't remember what they killing intent is what they call it. I I think this world is super interesting. Yeah, it's got some Inception style points. Yeah, especially the the inside the mind thing going on. where putting the world together, I find that all interesting, but like. I can't tell you anything about any of these characters. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's like all these characters, yeah. a little girl gets hit by a car, like the van or whatever. Yeah. And it's like. See, see, some of it to me is that the characters that exist in the real world outside mm-hmm. of these wells, which is when they're diving into mm-hmm. the mines, is their story is being told as you learn more through these serial murder um, uh, plots that they're working their way mm-hmm. through. Because by the time you get to episode four, you learn way more about Sakaido, who is the brilliant detective. Okay. And you piece together parts of his past, more gets revealed. And so I think it's a, a journey of discovery for the viewer as the serial killer cases get solved. Because mm-hmm. the, the girl from the first episode that gets smacked by the van, it's like, she has to be more involved later because other stuff happens to her. Yeah, but because other stuff happens to her, I, I, I'd be surprised if she's able to continue in any capacity. She has a pink little barrette. She has extra character design. She's going to be around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I, I honestly think out of everything, it's probably one of the most interesting things I've yeah. seen this, yep. this season. I really like it. I but, loved like, the first five minutes yeah. of the show. Mm-hmm. Of it. This is one of those shows, too. I feel like it's going to be better if you're able to watch it like as a whole. Yeah. Instead of like, because I remember when Psycho Pass first came out, I would I watched it week to week for like the first couple of episodes, and then like I kind of fell off. But then when I came back and rewatched it as a whole, and you see it like continue, mm-hmm. it just you know, felt like it flowed and worked so much better. Mm-hmm. I know that's weird. I don't want to say it's a thing that's kind of happened as we're in like the Netflix binging age or anything like that. But I think there is certain anime that just seems like it works better mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. from as a whole more than like week to week. Yeah. yeah. So um. Pet? Anybody seen Pet? Sadly not. Nope. Sorceress, Stabber, Orphan. 
I, I want to, but I know I have too much. Uh, <laughs> I have too much. When I saw that, I like looked at it and I'm like, was that one of the PlayStation 2 launch titles? Yes, <laughs> yes that game it sucked. Was. That game sucked. <laughs> uh, but it did have an anime back in the early 2000s, too. So okay. I'm, I'm yeah. kind yeah, of curious like to Robo. see yeah, mm-hmm. what's going on. And I, I think the original is available on our site right yeah, now. Yeah, it's got mm-hmm. it's from Sentai. Yep, um, yep. The Case Files of Jeweler Richard. Uh, on my to watch list, haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like pretty boys. Like well, very... it's um, <laughs> it, it's probably the like pretty not boys. in a bad way, but, but it, like... it's uh, supposedly a jeweler jeweler named Richard mm-hmm. who figures out mysteries of sorts. I don't know if they're like murder mysteries or just mysteries of other sorts. Um, <laughs> Blood the, diamond. The, <laughs> there's probably going to be one of those now. Yeah. Um, but he figures out stuff through the jewelry that comes through his shop and he's got an apprentice or something that's the opposite personality of him, the spunky guy. And that's all I know about it. It looks interesting. I want to get to it. I just don't have time. Yeah. Uh, so next one, uh, Toilet Bound Hanako I want to see it. I, uh, I checked out the first Yay. episode. I did too. I It's a weird one, but <laughs> it's also really pretty. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, I like it to me, it was almost kind of like the story of Cupid at first. Like the girl, the main girl meets, uh, well, what is it? So there's a, a bathroom in her school that if you go in there, you can get this. Spirit, I can't remember. Yep. What. So, so the tale is actually it's actually based on Japanese folk. Okay. It's Harry Potter. So, we all know it is. Yeah, that's about to say. It's series. So, if you go into the bathroom and go to the third stall and knock three times and say a special phrase, it will summon Hanako, so which they're... in the which in the traditional Japanese folk tale will try, will pull drag you into the toilet down into the underworld or like some <laughs> forever torture how long have toilets been around that they have a folk tale about them i'm just saying. yeah this is crazy i mean <laughs> hey, well, let me think about it. bloody mary's been around for quite some time yeah. yeah but you can see reflections everywhere not just in mirrors i guess that's true I, the toilets man. are very specific I mean, some anyway, people, sometimes tangent. sometimes tangent. people make up make up tales and they, just, they <laughs> stick yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, I can still help you. Yeah. And but like him trying to help her is more of like, do you, do you really want to do this? Like she's basically wants. I think it's the grade above hers, like most popular boy to fall for her is basically mm-hmm. what she wants. After mm-hmm. she got her heart broken by another guy, um, but like he kind of like through like comedy and stuff like that, he kind of tries to like convince her like I don't think you actually want this and then she eventually does realize that but the show kind (laughs) of takes a complete 180 at the end where she gets cursed Mm -hmm. and then to alleviate the curse it was a mermaid's curse was it? yeah and uh, to alleviate the curse she has to swear was it loyalty or servitude to him? she has to take something he has to get something in return yeah and so he she agrees for his like yeah, servitude. I think is yeah. the word they used. I've I've only watched the first episode, but I the show is super pretty too. Yeah, it's like it's. Oh. I haven't seen anything like this in quite some time. Um, like I usually don't like. I don't want to say like the chibi design, mm-hmm. but they're kind of chibi design. But I like I like the way they're doing it on this one though. So um, I think for like comedy this season. Uh, I think it's probably going to be one of the better ones for sure. So I don't know; it could have a really important meaning at the end, but I doubt it. I think it's just going to be fun throughout. <laughs> um, looking at some other ones, 
IQ? Anybody watching the new season? Uh, I was going to binge it, but then we have a poor mm-hmm. co-worker who's like, I have no one to talk to about it, so mm-hmm. I will be watching it week to week coming <laughs> up. <laughs> I think only one person has seen us here, but we'll talk about it. Interspecies reviewers. Gee, I wonder who that's been. <laughs> Gee, and it's the only girl here. What the heck? Um, yeah, interspecies reviewer, I'm going to say that the manga I enjoy more because I didn't realize that if I want to just skim the boobies, I can. <laughs> you can't do that with the anime. They're right there. And I'm like, oh, God, put them away. I don't need to see so them. So is, like, is this like Monster Musume? I have not seen Monster Musume, so okay. I do not know. I um, yeah, I'm I, just going to say that they are censored with like circles with the guys' faces in them, and that's mm-hmm. amusing because they all have different emotional reactions going on. So it's a, it's one them, guy and Monster Girls again. No, it's 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 okay. So the whole premise is that they have three guys yeah. who are literally going to brothels and checking out how those establishments oh, work God. and writing reviews <laughs> about them. <laughs> I will. I also want to say too that that you think that the girls are getting taken advantage of. Oh hell no! They are taking all of their money and not even. Like saving them anything. So, it's 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 a good give and take, and it's got very high brow humor in a very low brow show. So this is the monster <laughs> musume of hustlers from last year. Interesting. Uh, I've enjoyed it. I just don't need the long panning shots because I, I don't care. I Lots just, of fan service. I couldn't handle. I couldn't handle that show. Like I, I have issues with overly crazy fan service in this song. Like, oh, it's, it's like it the epitome of fan service. Yeah. But like I've said about the manga too, it's like when you stop and think about all the like, um, how do I want to phrase this? <laughs> well, it's so so all of the the girls are different fantasy creatures, so they each have their own uniqueness that plays into the humor that is like demeaning to the guys more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like they go to a fairy establishment in episode two, and. Fairies are small, so your girth really matters. And they set this joke up so you think you know who's going to get denied, and it's not who you think. It's hilarious. Well, like, like I said, it's hilarious. Hey, finally somebody said girth on the podcast. It's uh, girth. You did it. Well, I'm going to have to put a, is this explicitive? I'm going to have to chip mark that, boss. <laughs> I'm implying, they imply a lot. And one thing that I don't get, though, is that in the Japanese um, audio, they will bleep things that I'm assuming are, like, censored, not uh, qualified. Yeah. But the subtitles are, like... 18 plus F this, F that, and I'm like, whoa, okay. So it's, I, I, I find it hilarious. I shouldn't like the show. <laughs> I shouldn't, but I do. You're above this. All right. We're going <laughs> to jump to Inspector. Um, who here has watched that? Me. So me and Quinn. Quinn, I know you've read the manga. Up to volume five. Up I to could. volume five. So do you, the show compared to the manga, do you like it so far? Um, I think that the manga and anime are being presented slightly different. It feels like um, the I've only seen the first episode, so I don't know if it continues on. But I think that they've like arranged events a little bit better to be more cohesive in the anime than mm-hmm. the manga. But the manga is based off a light novel too, and it was kind of more interesting to read the novel writer's take on the manga. Because he was like, yeah, I just, or she, I didn't look up gender, sorry. Uh, that they just kind of said, here's my story. Do what you want with it in the manga. 
And so they kind of took a backseat to how it was interpreted and just were like, oh, yeah, I did write this. I forgot. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how the anime is going to continue pr- the presentation because there's some, there's some um, knowledge bombs later on mm-hmm. that I thought they'd hold on to for forever. And nah, here you go. Boop. Yeah. They just kind of hand you information. So I'm, I'm enjoying the story, but how it's being presented, I'm kind of eh about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought it was okay. Um, like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, shows that I've seen that have been there, done that, like, formula. Like, mm-hmm. it almost kind of reminded me of what well, I think it was called Beyond the Boundary. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Where it's like you got these, this guy and this girl from two different, like, Mm -hmm. intersecting, like, things. Because it's, he, she protects the yokai. Yeah. And then he kills. Well, he doesn't kill them. They're just freaking scared of him. It will be explained. It will be a knowledge bomb they drop later. Yeah. I mean, that looked like a pretty threatening monster in the first episode. (laughs) Well, it, it, he does, but they're, no, he's not. Okay. (laughs) There, there's a, I, I don't even know if I'd call it a twist, but it's, it's like what you, what you're set up to believe is not how it actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his girlfriend in the first episode, she turns into a bigger role later on. Mm-hmm. So they'll get more characters going, and I, because I've read ahead a in the manga, I'm not sure if he's playing the girl to get some point in the future that he's looking towards or not. It's questionable. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. I shouldn't say anymore. I'm Would you say that this is a? It, it's worth continuing on based on what you've seen, or what you've read. I guess is a better way to put it. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm more disappointed in it just because I was expecting more of it. So it's gone from this really highly anticipated show to a oh this is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not as good as I wanted, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if they're actually going to make it past this one story arc if it's only 12 episodes. Like yeah. in volume it's, five, the they series is still running in Japan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's up to volume 11 on our site. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Yep. Yeah, it's a long series. All right. <laughs> um, so, anybody watching any of the new Isekai? I see Bofure. I don't want to get hurt, so I maxed out my defense. I actually checked that one out. <laughs> Uh, someone who really who's uh, the VR MMO genre isn't usually his thing. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed it. I had a good time for it. So usually shows like these are really like super self serious mm-hmm. and stuff, and like focus a lot on game mechanics that kind of slow down the story and characters. Mm-hmm. But th- this show doesn't have any of that. It's actually a very bright and happy show. Uh, she can actually mm-hmm. log off off out of her <laughs> game if she wants, whenever mm-hmm. she wants, which is oh. nice. Uh, the colors are all are really bright, and the game mechanics are pretty simple, so you don't really have to worry about that getting bogged down from like whatever antics the main character has, because she's absolutely like she's just really endearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's very new to the to games in general, so that's why she puts all her stats in defense because well, I don't really want to get hurt, so I better <laughs> put in the defense to make sure I don't get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And so you just get to see her experience like a lot of video game stuff for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like the first time, like so, so she goes out to finally fight like uh, enemies for the first time, and it's this really super cute like look bunny looking thing. It's absolutely adorable. I would love a plush of it. Does it have so. antlers? 
Uh, kind of. It's got <laughs> some like Monty Python <laughs> reference. <laughs> yeah. And so it just kind of like so she does so she just she doesn't really actually fight it. She just the bunny jumps at her, but because her defense is so strong, it just kind of bounce, <laughs> bounces off of her. But it keeps fight, fighting her until eventually it somehow reaches UHP and dies. And her reaction to seeing the super cute cute bunny die is absolutely amazing. <laughs> it's it's the first episode is worth is worth seeing her reaction alone. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to carry on uh, past the first episode. Stay interesting. Yeah, stay interesting. Mm-hmm. But if it, I'll, which is probably, I'll probably just wait and hear what other people think of it mm-hmm. as time goes on. But if it's if it's able to maintain the quality, then it, it's not going to be like the life changing mm-hmm. thing. But it is going to make your life a little brighter. Have you seen Konosuba? <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't. Yet. Okay, I was just gonna wonder if the comedy is kind of like reminiscent of. Uh, uh, no, no uh, I mean based on what I know, it's uh, it's not raunchy at all. It's okay. a lot more. It's not more. Which I don't even say like Konosuba no, is like raunchy. super raunchy. It's, it's but... a lot of meta narration mm-hmm. and what you would expect, and making fun of things that are tropes. Yeah, it makes fun of it. What it is. Yeah, uh, then plunder. Uh, I read the manga. I would steer away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Infinite Dendorgram. God, there's so many isekais every season. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, did anybody else check out Science Fell in Love, so I tried to prove it? I got through half of the first episode. There I was, was hoping, too much techno mumbo-jumbo talking yeah, going on. I was hoping it was going to be, I don't know, it's going to sound weird, but like a Wodakoi or yeah. like that kind of style. Or even like, uh, was it Kaguya-sama Love is War? Yeah. Like kind of style to it, just... It I, fell so flat. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, Uchitama, have you seen my Tama? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't even, until I just read that, I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, oh, Oda Cinnamon. Oh, gosh. Nobunaga. So is that Nobunaga is a dog? Yeah, I've only seen the trailer. They're I think almost that's there. To see. They're almost kind <laughs> of the point where Nobunaga has been every single thing. <laughs> like animal, human. Um, mm. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, is there anything I've missed that anybody else had on their uh, list? Destructive God sits next to me. No. Oh, I, I've heard it exists. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was but, looking at the one last night. Mm. I, I don't know what to make of this show. Like, it's got my interest enough that I want to see how it develops, but at the same time, nothing is happening. Mm. So I've gotten up through episode two, and literally it's this kid who's in school who doesn't really have any friends but this one guy who's apparently kind of crazy who believes he's like a dark god of some sort and if he loses his eye patch it will come out and he'll destroy the world so whatever and he reminds me of Tamaki from Oran High School Host and how he acts because he's like over dramatic everything and I don't know if he really is a dark god or not because they play it up so well but at the mm-hmm. same time I'm like but they're just kids in school and nobody, nobody really like apparently he's been doing this since middle school so they're all like yeah it's just him whatever but yeah. he, he annoys the heck out of this kid mm. so he tries to distance himself but he can't because he won't be left alone and then there's like an, another screwball character who just loves tormenting him mm-hmm. so he gets between the two of them and sets them up for failure all the time I don't, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. Like, it's okay, but at the same time, like, I still want to see what's going to happen. So. So, yeah. the season as a whole, strong? 
I mean, a lot stronger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's also Isekai Quartet season two. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that I didn't. I didn't bring up yeah. any of the sequels, sequels. other than High okay. Cube, just because mm. that one has had a, a pretty long hiatus. True, now it true. is coming back, mm-hmm. but My Hero Academia is still running. Yep. Black Clover mm-hmm. is going to run mm-hmm. as long as Naruto did, probably. <laughs> um, I, I've heard good things about Black Clover. I just, uh, I just find it to be very formulaic. I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. As, one of our coworkers I, very, very much loves it, though. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I, like, to this day, I still am amazed that I actually made it through all of Naruto. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, One Piece. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think out of everything I've seen, like, for new stuff, I think there's probably only going to be, like, three shows I follow mm-hmm. every week. I don't know what you guys kind of feel about that. Usually when I try and attempt to watch this many shows, I'll fall off the bandwagon and get to about five. Yeah. yeah. And it'll be like, well, this goes into my queue. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> the forever well. Yeah, I, like, I, I would have another one in the, the well. new Yuasa show, but I don't think I'm going to be able to watch that week to week. I think that'll be a binge thing. But I think the Yuasa show is the best show yeah, uh-huh. so far yeah. this season, so... But yeah, it's definitely the one that's appealed to me because I know this. I feel like I'm more engaged than last season because mm-hmm. last season there were a couple of shows I was watching, but it was mm-hmm. just like, just sort of killing time to wait for the next season to come up. And I mean, I wasn't. I'm not never been that big into like my hero or sword, mm-hmm. so there wasn't really a lot there for me. Yeah. So, but this one feels like it's gonna be a lot more enriching. Mm-hmm. At least the shows that I am invested in, even though it's mm-hmm. not a lot so far. For, yeah. for me, a second, a close second to that would be the It Invaded too. That that one's really. I, I think I'm going to catch up on all the episodes, mm-hmm. not just the first yeah. two, and see if that helps a little bit. But cool. So that's the <laughs> new season. Um, we've got a couple sales going on right now. Uh, the our weekly <clears throat> specials is the simulcast weekly special so we have mm-hmm. things related to all the shows that are currently airing and some that we just talked about yep so make sure you check that out this week and this is the last week of our kadancha sale mm-hmm. we are all out of the pins oh, oh no but you can still get 35 percent off the msrp price Yay. of the kadancha books so uh, this is a good time to catch up on um your eternity a two-year eternity yeah um, you can as get an inspector on that yeah oh yeah saint young men saint young men yep, yeah you can get that that's uh, you can get your quintessential quintuplets, Villain oh, yeah. Saga. Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan. Yep, Attack on Titan. Yeah, they, Attack on Titan. A lot of big titles. This year is going to be yeah. getting, I, mm-hmm. I think, is still scheduled to have its final season, which I think the show mm-hmm. is literally probably going to start as the manga ends, because the manga is like right up until mm-hmm. the, the ending of that right now, too. Mm-hmm. And then we just wanted to let you guys know, if you've ever had any questions for us here at Write Stuff that you wanted us to kind of read, like a mailbag style, uh, for us, you can always uh, send in uh, any questions you have into rspodcast at writestuff.com, and then we can read them on the air and try to give you an answer if you've ever wondered what it's like working here. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. We want to interact with you folks, and we we want to make it a a forum and have some Mm -hmm. fun with you, so please let us know what you think about the show, and... Mm-hmm. Let us know some stuff you want us to talk about, too. Let yeah. us know if you hate things that, <laughs> that we, we have said that we've liked in a very nice way. Yeah, just won't shut nice up way. about Gundam F. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thanks. No. I love Gundam, too. I just don't talk about it as much. <laughs> I'm, I'm the crazy... I'm the guy that likes all the dark, crazy stuff, so... 
Yeah, which I'm actually a very optimistic person. I, I, don't, know. <laughs> you keep I don't know what yeah, that says, can, but... We can verify this. Yeah. We're just not sure how. Yeah. I'm a um, super sunny guy who loves Junji Ito. <laughs> I do. But yeah, please, uh, send out your questions to us. We'd love to read them on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that pretty much does it for us this week. Uh, I'm not sure what we'll talk about next time. There's still... We'll figure it out. Two weeks. Um, I was going to say, we did a manga thing talked about anime this time so if we're going on the current trend something manga related next time Ooh, we could just go we could go with a light novel time oh no. <laughs> oh, no no i'm on volume six of is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon uh, when does the invincible shovel come out i do not know the what <laughs> <laughs> never mind <laughs> no wait i can tell you Oh, it's called The Invincible Shovel. <laughs> it's about a princess who's like, oh man, there's all these monsters going around. What am I going to do? And then she hears about this super powerful miner that works in the mountains. And she goes to them and she's like, I need help. How are you so powerful? And the miner's like, well, I've got this shovel. And she's like, say no more. Let's go fight monsters. <laughs> I don't read light novels. <laughs> but, yeah. Now but, yeah. I need to watch the movie Mystery Men again now, thanks to that summary. <laughs> I shovel. I shovel well. As an old one, too. Um, but yeah, we'll find out something. But until then, like I said, if you have any questions, send them in to us and have a good time. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Right Stuff Anime. We'd love to hear from you. Send us your questions or comments to rspodcast at rightstuff.com and we might just answer them in a future episode. That's rspodcast at rightstuff.com.